Good Legal Snags by telling people they're being recorded. <laughs> I love that it tells you that. <laughs> I like that it's 11 days into this and I still find it funny. <laughs> Welcome to the From Quarantine Declining. A daily dose and lowered. of humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe. Hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hello! Hi! Happy National Puppy Day! Oh, happy National Puppy Day! Puppies <laughs> are the best! You know, I'm really kind of confused about all of these. Like, when? When exactly this happened? Like, all of these national days? Yeah! Like, National Donut Day! National Day! Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't get. I don't think anyone's Congress or Parliament was passing these laws. <laughs> I'm my. You know how like everybody complains that like Valentine's Day or I don't know like Secretary's Day and stuff <laughs> was made up by like the the greeting card companies and the flower business and the floral industry. Um, it's a floral industry conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're going to have a conspiracy, that's not the worst one to have. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I feel like this, these, these national days, like were made up solely for social media, mainly for Instagram. Yes, I absolutely think that. That being said, I saw the most adorable commercial. I don't think I sent it to you. It was from um, Purina, I think. Oh my gosh. The most adorable Mm. puppy commercial. I'll send it to you. We can put it in the in the notes if we can if not then if you're listening to this you must see it it's all about a dude that gets a puppy and he's like talking to it like it's his new roommate oh my gosh oh Oh, I think didn't your mom send us that in yes Facebook (laughs) (laughs) that's probably where I saw it so cute that was cute I have that link. I think, well, I don't know. Sometimes Facebook links are weird and you like can't get to the actual link. It's like embedded in Facebook. Right. If you want to see it, ask us, guys. We need more communication with you anyways. We know you're out there. (laughs) We know you're out there. Um, Uh, Okay. My first bullet point, tortilla chips and salsa are an official food group in this house. Um, (laughs) If the end of the world ever really does come and the zombies are knocking on my door, I always thought that I'd have this grand goodbye meal. Nope, I'm just going to eat me a bag of tortilla chips covered in salsa. (laughs) It's my comfort food. I eat it at least once a day. It's not healthy. Maybe it is. I don't know. Not healthy. I don't know. I think, you know, there was that quote from Tara, like, it's okay to just survive. I mean, she didn't come up with it, but I feel like that's true with food, too. Like, I mean, you got to give yourself, like, a um, a little slack there. You can have your daily chips and salsa if that's what brings you some happiness in this so trying time. I was <laughs> chomping on them while I was coming up with the show notes for tonight, and I was like, so good but um it's a lifelong obsession I told my mom and she's like I know we've been doing that since you were a little kid it's true (laughs) what about you remember when chips and salsa like were were like a thing like because we we grew up in Zanesville and you'd put it in the oven and melt the cheese over the chips Mm -hmm. Mm. I still really enjoy doing that but Mm -hmm. I remember like Remember when we were little in Zanesville? Like, salsa was not a thing. Like, you could not find it. 
No, I've told people this um, because my mom lived in California before there was yeah. a taxi. Um, and so she came back to Ohio with all of these um, Mexican recipes and we had a very international food home. Um, and I can remember people being like, wow, you eat spaghetti like on a regular <laughs> basis? Because when I was a kid in the 80s in Ohio, you ate chicken and potatoes meat and potatoes yep yeah. and that's all you ate <laughs> and you ate it at 4 30 in the afternoon that was dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you grew up with your grandparents so <laughs> I think maybe your experience is skewed there <laughs> dinner is early in the midwest though think about it like I know a lot Everybody's of gotta go to bed so they can be up at 4 a.m with the cows <laughs> Love you, Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie and I both grew up in like a rural area of Ohio. So, (laughs) yes. So, our experience might be different from those of you who grew up in cities. I know Andy sometimes will hear me talk about Zanesville stories because he grew up in Columbus, which is the capital city. Um, And he's like, no, (laughs) that's not an Ohio (laughs) thing. That is very specifically a Zanesville thing or a country thing, because that is definitely not my experience. Uh, So my first bullet point is I've been kind of slowly, slowly reading. um, Oh, man, I can never pronounce her name. And I'm really sorry. uh, Jhumpa Lahiri. Lahiri? I don't. Jhumpa Lahiri. Uh Okay. She's a writer. She writes books. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think I know her. She's no, no. Oh man. She's written some really good books, but, um, we'll talk about that more off the show. But anyway, (laughs) she's written a book recently, um, called in other words, and Uh it's basically her journey to learning Italian. Um, Oh, you've talked about her before. Yes. Yeah. And, Uh and as somebody who's learning another language, in my 40s now um I'm just like really enjoying like just a chapter here and there at a time of her experience because it gives me some time to kind of think about it and uh and she just she had a passion for learning Italian so much so that she eventually moved there uh to learn it and the stories in the book are really nice but one of the things that she talks about doing um is she started to journal in Italian uh-huh. Um, one day just kind of out of nowhere she's a writer so obviously that's kind of how she expresses herself um, and she started to journal in Italian and she said it was so freeing because nobody had to see it nobody was going to read it and she could just say what she wanted to say make as many mistakes as she wanted to make and but it, it got kind of like the ball rolling for her to be conversational oh um, I like that Yeah, so I've been, like, trying to spend about 10 minutes in the morning um, journaling a little bit in check. Uh uh, Because I feel like I've spent so much time in lessons and stuff. And and I I understand certain, like, grammatical, uh, what do you call that? Like, certain grammatical, like, ideas or... Structure, mm-hmm. yeah, like grammatical structures of the language, but I don't, I can't like think fast enough to put it together in sentences. Like mm-hmm. I'll find myself like rehearsing 
before I know I have to speak Czech, um, I f- I'll find myself rehearsing over and over and over again, like the same sentence before I say it. Um, but if I don't have that time, like if somebody's talking to me, even if I understand them, um, I'm, I'm kind of frozen because it's like my brain won't. So anyway, the journaling has been kind of helping like loosen that up a little bit. And that's cool. Have yeah, you, and, I'm sure you've read David Sedaris, Me Talk Pretty One Day. Yes. I yeah. But it's been a remi- long time. Oh, you should reread that. It reminds me of um, where he makes up the soap operas about all the different things in his room because he's trying to remember the feminine and masculine articles that should go before the um, nouns in French. And Uh so he's like, I don't know, Mrs. Uh, Fork is having a fight with (laughs) Mr. Pepper Shaker. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. I always love his stories. I should go back and reread that one. We kind of always like return to holidays on ice um oh yeah that's you know as like an audiobook in the car when we're traveling back and forth between families at christmas time but Uh um i haven't read me talk pretty one day actually i have a funny story about me talk pretty one day um (laughs) andy's gonna kill me for telling you the story online but or on the air but um when we were first dating i was Uh reading that book and it was, it was fresh out. It was just new. And I mean, maybe it was like a little bit, but anyway, it doesn't matter. When we were first dating, I was reading that book and, um, we went somewhere together. I don't remember what we were doing, but I asked him if he had read it and he kind of looked at me and shrugged a little bit and was like, I don't read things other people read. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, uh, (laughs) I love that story though Andy (laughs) I get it I get it that sounds like I I would have said in my 20s I'd be like I I don't watch cool movies I watch movies that go to the art house (laughs) (laughs) I mean to be fair the the man was in his 20s Um, (laughs) but uh, it's funny because I still I still tease him about that to this day like I'll be like oh you don't read things other people read but it's funny because one of his favorite Marikami quotes I'm gonna get this wrong but um, one of his favorite Marikami quotes is like if you read if you only read the things that other people are reading you will only think the thoughts that other people are thinking Um, and it's sort of around that that like idea I think is where he was coming from to give him uh, some credit Um, but that was a good book so yeah you know there was a reason why everybody was reading it it's true popular things are popular for a reason it's true so my point number two is i am proud to be a buckeye uh for those of you who don't know a buckeye is a person who comes from ohio because a buckeye is a horse chestnut um or an inedible chestnut um, and we call it that because it looks like the eye of a male deer. Um, but because Ohio is handling this crisis um, really well and listening to scientists and doctors and making good decisions. And every time I read something about Ohio, it's like the leader in the country. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that so. has been great. Like, I mean, I for my family, I'm really happy that... Um, that it's being handled 
you know, better than anywhere else in the country. Yeah. Like, I had a I had a friend ask me today, a Czech friend say, um, like, are actually he asked me, are you patriotic? Do you have an American flag flying somewhere in your apartment? <laughs> and I said, no, but I do have an Ohio flag blanket, um, a Buckeye blanket somewhere. So I said, I am proud to be a Buckeye today. Nice. I don't think I have anything American flagish either. I don't know. I don't have an American flag. I have a few Ohio things, actually, though. If anyone comes over, they'll find some OU, Ohio University Bobcat. They'll find some OU uh, (laughs) memorabilia Uh around and uh, a few Ohio things. But I also don't think I have an American flag. (laughs) And what about your second point? I have really been enjoying the playoff between Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber and Lynn manuel Miranda, both mm-hmm. three-name people, which is <laughs> a bit to say. <laughs> They're engaged in a playoff, and it started with uh, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber played one of his songs from uh, Phantom. Oh. And then he challenged... Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda to choose one of his one of Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber's songs to play on his social media, and um, so he chose a song from Jesus Christ Superstar, and then he challenged Andrew Lloyd Webber to play a song from Hamilton, and oh, interesting, yeah, and so it's been kind of fun to watch that go back and forth and. I love Lynn Manuel Miranda, but look, I I have to make this confession. I have not heard slash seen Hamilton. No, me either. The whole world has apparently. I, know. I feel like but... we might be in like the one percent that have not. Maybe even like, like the point one percent. Oh, the soundtrack is amazing, and I tried to listen to a couple songs, and I'm like, I feel like unless you watch this as a production, then maybe I know. It, I some mean, people. Some people can get into it audio only and some people can't. And um, I haven't, I honestly haven't even really tried because if I do get into it and I want to see it, it's going to cost me like two arms and a leg to like pay for (laughs) tickets to go see it. It's true. Maybe they're streaming it live these days. Everyone's streaming everything live. Take advantage of get them to do that. (laughs) Take advantage of COVID (laughs) nineteen. But honestly, the reason why I love uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda so much is because of Jimmy Fallon. Back to Jimmy Fallon. Um, they have like a bit on his show where it's like, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but they like basically they rap back and forth and they oh, are given yeah, yeah. a beat. rap battle or something. Yeah, it's rap oh, battle yeah. or something. Oh, no, maybe that's the James Corden one. Um, this is the Jimmy Fallon one. But anyway, they go back and forth and they they have this like wrap off I don't know I'm really sounding very white right now (laughs) Uh uh (laughs) uh-huh that's okay um but anyway so they have this thing but any when when Lucy was younger maybe like four or five when we first came here we would watch Jimmy Fallon together before dinner um mostly because they had that segment where um they had the golden retriever puppies and yeah 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 it was like a what do you call that Oh, trivia. Like, 
it was trivia and like whoever was the whoever got the question right got like a puppy or three puppies or whatever they were doing at the time but anyway we watched it because of that and Lin-Manuel Miranda is just a genius at coming up with stuff off the cuff like so good um and so that's why I love him it's not because of Hamilton (laughs) because I haven't seen it uh or heard it so uh but I, I have heard like the opening song and I saw like them perform it like the stage that they made for it like um uh-huh. streamed it somewhere I don't remember and it was very very good so I can imagine seeing it is probably really powerful yeah. uh, and I love the idea behind it I think it's great it's just um I haven't I haven't done that yet I don't know no, no that's fine and yeah. your time will come my time will come <laughs> it's gonna be like cats it's gonna be in theaters until we're like 94 yeah. so anyway what point are we on are we on third point tassie so so we are at what's happening in the czech republic january we have ah, news we do have news we have so many newses today so many newses <laughs> <laughs> you start so, um, our first news is that we have an extension. So the 24th should have been the end of our emergency within this emergency that we had uh, told you about. So the original emergency was 30 days, and that was like uh, restrictions, but um, on a limited basis. And this 10 days is the no movement of people stay in. Uh, side and restaurants closed um, and just uh, businesses that are essential grocery stores etc are open Uh, and that has been extended to April 1st which means that the restaurants are still um, closed but they're allowed to deliver the only stores that will be open remain the stores with essentials and we should still be on home office and social distancing and wearing our masks until April 1st. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're kind of, we're waiting to see um, the number by Easter, right? Like we're kind of waiting to see what happens um, with the number of people in infected with the virus. Exactly. Easter weekend would be that 30 day. That would be the end of our 30 day when they first declared, because I think the declaration was on March 16th, if I remember correctly. Um, And from what I've read, and we read so much, we keep it reiterating that, but um, (laughs) what I've read, what I've seen is usually this type of crackdown on movement and social distancing and blah, blah, blah. It usually starts to show up around the four or five week um, point because uh, even within these 10 days that we've been isolated, the new cases that are being reported were probably people that were infected before we started being really, really careful lockdown. So um, it's not something that like tomorrow we stop socializing and then the virus stops spreading. It takes time for these things yeah. to go through. So actually I saw a couple of um, charts and you can already see that the numbers are going down slowly, 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 but um, they peaked sometime at the end of last week. Um, and if we hold this, then fingers crossed, hold your thumbs um, mm-hmm. that the numbers will continue to go down and it will be contained. Yeah. 
So there have been a few announcements by politicians, which I specify mm-hmm. because politicians have a different agenda than, um, you know, people medical who are staff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, medical staff and stuff like that. Uh, a few announcements that that the kids should go back to school in May, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still a lot of people that are speculating that's um, overly optimistic. Um, but for now, that's the information that we have. And uh, I'm hoping that we only have to stay in quarantine until April 1st, although I would not be surprised if it's extended. Um, yeah, what I've what I've seen the commentary around this is that they expect that it would remain until the middle of April, but then slowly they'll start pulling things back and getting people back out there into the workplace. And yeah, then eventually the kids back into school. So it wouldn't be a tomorrow go out and party. Yeah, <laughs> it's all over. It would definitely be a gradual over several weeks or a month or two, uh, reintroducing people back into each other's company. <laughs> yes. It sounds a bit strange. Um, but seeing, seeing if there's a um, resurgence of the virus, if there's a pocket somewhere um, that pops back up. Uh, but yeah, basically by mid-April, they would like to get the economy flowing again. <laughs> yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it'll be interesting to kind of see how this plays out mostly because, um, we, we still have some citizens that are yet to come home. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a bus on its way to Italy right now to pick up, uh, people that are in, uh, the North in the mountains that have mm-hmm. been hauled up in hotels or whatnot. Actually, one of my students today was telling me that his brother is in northern um, Italy. He is doing the Erasmus program, which is like a European study exchange for mm-hmm. uh, different countries. And that he doesn't want to come home, that he's he wants to stay there. Um, really? And, yeah, and ride it out. And the university has contacted him, like, maybe you should come home. And the parents have contacted him, maybe you should come home. And he's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm good. So, um, <laughs> as a parent, I think I would be like, mm, no. <laughs> I guess there's only, I mean, if he's in university, there's only so much you can do, but. Right, right. Yeah. Speaking of Italy, that video that went viral sometime yesterday or today. Um, with the mayors of the oh Italian towns. <laughs> so I sent that to my sister and my, you, you know, you know, my sister, she's a fun one. And I was like, are these your people? <laughs> <laughs> because it is hilarious. If oh you gosh. haven't seen it, um, like I could, I could probably watch it every day for the rest of quarantine. Um, these mayors the just guy... are losing losing their shit because they're so angry excuse my french but there's no other way to explain it and no. they're using the most profane just like they're i mean oh they're officially gosh. speaking in the office of their mayorship, yeah. and they're just like what's wrong with you people why can't Dropping you listen F-bomb. to me go home stay home be home the first one was my favorite I think of the whole thing I literally like laughed out loud like guffawed uh when 
when I watched it because the first guy is so straight laced, you know, like the the next guy who's just like yelling and doing like the Italian hand gestures. You're like, oh yeah, he's going crazy. But the first guy is like, so we've heard that many of you would like to have graduation parties. We will send the police with flamethrowers. <laughs> but you know what I I was just thinking like even on like its best day I can't imagine being like a government official in Italy because <laughs> it's, it's a different like, way of life I mean it's, it's totally it's different but it's different like the Czechs are such role followers like yeah. you will get a babichka style clucking if your feet are anywhere near a seat on the tram yes, (laughs) or you have food or drink something you're not supposed to have streets with a red light uh that you can't cross you wait until it goes green yes 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 everybody follows the rules i mean not everybody but like a lot of people as a society we tend to follow rules here yeah do you remember (laughs) Do you remember when we were in Dresden, Tassie, and we were walking across the street to go, like, I don't, we were going from one shopping center to the next, because we had gone to Dresden for shopping, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and there was, like, a, a moment where there was no traffic, and so we were like, okay, let's just walk across the street, and all the Germans were just, like, standing there <laughs> looking at us, like, <laughs> flabbergasted. I don't remember that, but yeah, it's probably not the first time it's happened or the last. I know. I was like, oh, that's right. We're in Germany. (laughs) Yes, rule followers. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's good. It actually reminded me that Italian um, video of a meme that I've seen going around in various forms that says, I feel like um, the kid in class that's losing its recess because the bad kids can't listen to the teacher. Yes. I feel like that. I'm like, can we shorten the quarantine and you people just stay home for five minutes? Why are you outside? Stop it. I know. Or the people who insist on trying to make social plans. I'm not yeah. going to m- mention anything specific because, you know, I don't I want to do that. But um, <laughs> but there have been several occasions where we've had to, like, be pretty persistent about turning down, not several, a handful of uh, occasions where we'd had to be pretty persistent about turning down, like, oh, just come over or do you yeah. want to do this? And we're like, but no. I get it. Like, people start getting a little stir crazy and then they're like well I know that person and they're not dirty they'll be fine <laughs> they're not dirty <laughs> I think something they seem your fine right now there. but actually yeah. I, there was a um another meme that I know this isn't the meme show but you know there's some yeah. good stuff out there on the internet I sent it to a friend <laughs> actually because it cracked me up so uh in quotes I can't go because of coronavirus this sounds whiny boring and weak I've sworn an oath of solitude till the blight is purged from these lands. This sounds heroic, (laughs) valiant. They will assume you have a sword. Impossible to check if you really have a sword because of coronavirus. (laughs) So that's that's going to be my quote. I've sworn an oath of solitude till the blight is purged from these lands. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So my bit of Czech news is... um, a really great headline, Czech researchers develop top-grade respirator for 3D printing. 
Uh, so this is a team. Yeah, the 3D printing is amazing. Yeah, so this is a team of researchers out of Brno. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I remember reading that. Um, out of Brno, which is um, Prague's Moravian capital, the second largest city in the country, I do believe. Yes, um, second largest. And uh, and yeah, so they've they've developed these 3D pr- printed masks, respirator masks that are like um, as good as like the 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 highest standard respirators now available on the Czech market. So um, so they can be used in hospitals and with medical staff and they, they can be 3d printed and they're going to, um, they're going to give out the plans for people to, to print these things that they were just waiting on approval. Um, but they only will require a small filter and to be sanitized, um, between uses. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, they're also working on plans for, uh, the same respirator, but to have it be like a plastic mold, um, because I think that 3D printers, it takes like a certain amount of time to print. And so like they can print maybe like 50, 60 a day, mm-hmm. um, but that still won't be enough to keep up with the demand. Um, so they are looking at these like plastic mold injection thing as technology so that they can make the same mask but in a different way so that they can create more yeah and so it's really cool um that that's coming out of the czech republic and i'm sure Mm -hmm. that that technology will be shared with the rest of the world uh so that we can start you know answering that call for masks and hospitals and stuff and if you good innovators did you know that they made contact lenses i did yeah, I did. And wasn't it during a quarantine or something like that? Like, I don't know. I remember reading it was like people were asked to stay home or something. And the guy used like a children's toolkit. And <laughs> I don't know. It was like probably like spit and some butterfly wings or something to like come up with the technology. No, it's being used it all over the world. Be. I don't know. That I is, have to look it up. But I good innovators. Good innovators. They are That's good great. innovators. Inner innovators? Did I just say innovators? Innovators. <laughs> it's Monday. Can you I can speak. say whatever you want on a Monday. <laughs> I know. I know Mondays are crazy. <laughs> so, well, it's been fun just chatting and hearing what happened and uh, what's going on. But yeah, I do by the way, Mondays of- sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Mondays are going to be kind of our, um, for lack of a better word, shoot the shit episode where we don't necessarily talk about a specific topic, but we just sort of talk about what's going on around us and in our homes um, here in the Czech Republic. So, yeah, yeah. And everybody has like, you know, well, I don't know if what it's like in your house, if there's any difference, but, uh, but at least for us, it's different. Like we got to get Lucy back into school mode and work. You mode have like a and it's you have busy, a busy, busy day. day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mondays from now on, we're gonna we're just gonna take it easy. So cool. Well, yeah. for my moment of calm tonight, it comes to us from Kurt Vonnegut. 
The art love him. Part, me too. Good. So many books. I keep every time I do this moment of calm, I'm like, I should read that. <laughs> so yeah. The arts are not a way to make a living. They are a very human way of making life more bearable. Practicing an art, no matter how well or badly, is a way to make your soul grow. For heaven's sake, sing in the shower, dance to the radio, tell stories, write a poem to a friend, even a lousy poem. Do it as well as you possibly can. You will get an enormous reward. You will have created something. That's awesome. I know. I like that. Yeah. I so. also like that that you had a musical accompaniment by Tonda there for National Puppy Day. <laughs> he he also likes Kurt Vonnegut, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Andy for Christmas. I bought him um a little, you know, those pins that you put on like your jacket or something. Yeah. Um, I bought him one that has Kurt Vonnegut's face. And uh, it also has, like, the star symbol that he's so famous for. Yeah. Do you know about this? Uh, it sounds vaguely star familiar, symbol. but it's been forever since I... Yeah, he always, he wrote, like, don't be a... And then the star symbol, and it was oh, don't be yeah, an yeah, apple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got him this pin set, and it had, like, Kurt Vonnegut's face in one, and then it had, like, the star symbol on the other one. It's <laughs> funny, but... That's nice. my little Kurt Vonnegut tid- tidbit for the day. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back here tomorrow recording. We hope you are all safe and healthy wherever you are. And that's all we have for tonight. Yep. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of From Quarantine. Our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day. If we made you laugh even a little bit, then we accomplished our goal. We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching From Quarantine as well, And you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends. But if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together.